0: And she is the founder of Carry On. She's an empowerment consultant, a strength-based life coach, and passion instigator. Regina, welcome. Thank you, Emily. Good morning. And I just can't help but imagine you must have led a really interesting life to have come to this. Well, I love it. The passion instigator. Wow. Bring it on.
1: Yes, thank you. You know, I I started as a special education teacher in the North Carolina school system. And I, I did not even realize this until many years later, but often special ed teachers last about three and a half years in the classroom before they get burned out or find themselves needing to move into something different. And that,
0: I, I remember hearing yes. that too. And, and special ed teacher, yay! I knew there was a special <laughs> connection. And
1: you know, and the and I, what happened in my life is I had an opportunity to expand my education, and I got into a program at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill that was looking for special ed teachers who wanted to get their master's degree, and. It was completely supported by a grant. And I couldn't say no. You know, that was an opportunity for me to get my master's and not only have it paid for, but to be in the throes of all the great work that was happening at the time at the university. This was right on the edge of when we were starting to use the Internet. You know, this was a really great time to be in higher ed and be right there in all the research going on. Awesome, what an opportunity. Yeah, it really was and and then it, you know, the the way I got to where I was now is to continue to reinvent myself. And I followed my husband through his professional training as a veterinarian. And so we we would we would have a child and move to the next state, have a child and move to the next (laughs) state. And finally, I said, no more kids, no more degrees. (laughs) We've got to stop. But we landed us in Michigan and we have been here for 20 plus years now. And all that while I was working in the field of special education actively involved in the Learning Disabilities Association of America. I was even on the board for some time at that national level. And speaking to empower both students and teachers and families, always advocating in the area of special education. And while I have worked with a variety, in fact, I started in in high school working with severely mentally handicapped, I have worked with many disabilities, but really focused in on invisible disabilities, like learning disabilities and ADHD, anxiety, depression, and got my training as an ADD coach from Nancy Rady, who was one of the pioneers of ADD coaching. And that evolved in, you know, in my work with, at the university level with, Um, training teachers, and then I worked with students uh, in the athletic department when my husband was going to vet school and got to work with athletes with invisible disabilities. I mean, my career has been really diverse in a beautiful way. I've had great opportunities to constantly shift. It also was a great way to prepare me for this pandemic, you know, having to change what we're doing. Oh, yes, I'm sure. And then, you know, when I'm, as I'm working, um, as I'm working with the universities, I started to realize that that I was very interested in jumpstarting my own company because I've been doing this work for so long. And at the university in academia, you know, you spend a lot of time proving your worth and, and convincing people to hire you back <laughs> semester after semester, you know? And, and so I took a huge leap about five years ago and launched out on my own. And I still look like a special ed teacher, <laughs> you know? I, I encompass all of the things. And in that sense, it's been really challenging in my own work as a business owner to hone my message in because you know we want to work with everybody we want to help everybody and i'm really good at teaching just about anything give me something you want to learn about i'll figure out a way to bring it to you even in this medium that we're using now in in 2020. Mm. so i recognize too the need to continue to inspire people during this time and help them because Lots of us look like we have invisible disabilities. We, we are having a hard time with our attention, with being creative, with staying on task, you know, even the transitional uh, activities when we have to move from one thing to the next. It's, it's frustrating and it's, it feels like we're using up a lot of energy and
0: not getting very much done. You know, and another commonality I have seen is with special ed and generalizing is believing in ourselves. That was my observation. I was at a high school is that the majority of high school students underestimated their value. And I think I'm, now I'm meeting business owners, same problem.
1: Exactly, exactly. And
0: it really is, I've
1: started to look at Maslow's hierarchy And thinking about how we have spent almost an entire year in those first two tiers, really making sure we have our basic needs met and that we're feeling safe. And when you spend so much time at the bottom of that pyramid, that motivational pyramid, you know, no wonder we feel like we're never going to get to the top again. We're just surviving. Right, right. But we will, and we can. And Everything that I teach and in the ways that I work with my clients, it's reminding them of what they already know. And oftentimes, it's simply stop and get control of your breathing. Let's just take a minute. And it literally takes a minute. And I have, in fact, people can access a breathing um, podcast. I have a 58-second breathing exercise on my podcast where you breathe in for four hold for four counts and release for eight counts and in that one minute you can you can reclaim the frontal lobe you know you get back to your executive functioning brain and think about what what's important now what do i need to do next and and really feel more in control that way and it's breath it's accessible to all of us. We don't have to pay extra to get that kind of thing.
0: A very simple tool
1: that can, is so effective. Yes, yes. And and when, you know, when I'm, what I find too, though, is, is when, the, when I work with a client as a coach or as a passion instigator, when I'm inspiring audiences, if you have worked with me in the past, you know, it's just like when we were in the classroom, we, have, we would see those students in our resource room year after year. And after working with that person, after working with me for a while, I am able to take a client and get them redirected, get them motivated, get them back on the right track in a matter of 15 minutes. I really believe I can overhaul your overall in 15 minutes. And that is, that, that is all it takes. To really get us feeling good and inspired. And like we can, we can do this. We can do today, you know,
0: and I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And it is so essential right now.
1: Yes. Yes. If you knew, if you knew today, waking up that if you took 15 minutes to connect with somebody, to get inspired, whatever it is that you need to get into the day and have the most positive impact you can have. You know, it, if you can do that in a short amount of time, why wouldn't you take advantage of it? You know, it's 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 and it it doesn't have to be me. It can be anybody that that we feel inspired by, that we look to for inspiration. And when we can remember to start with the positive, you know, so many people go to their phones first thing in the morning or they turn on the news. And they're, they're immediately filling themselves with toxicity, with demands, and with people saying things about, you know, their lives. And we need to start with ourselves, get a hold of our breath, you know, believe, remember who we are in the world. Instead of putting our energy into other people, other stories, other successes, we have to start with ourselves. And... You know, it's it, that—that's really that's really where the passion instigation came from. I help people remember what it is that they loved doing when they were young, that they just knew. You know, like what—what what did you know you wanted to do when you were young? What did you enjoy doing when you were young?
0: I remember from an early age knowing I wanted to be a teacher. You know, lining up my dolls and giving them a lesson, and I knew that was me. Exactly, you know we have that from a very young
1: age and and as we live life and we have challenges and we have things happen to us it it puts a it's it puts a damper on that light you know and then we start to do things for other people instead of what we truly know in our hearts is is important to us,
0: yeah, yeah, living up to others' expectations, and you know, as you were talking, I'm thinking you know it's it's all about energy. You know, there's positive energy and negative energy. And yes. why not surround ourselves with people with positive energy? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And, and you know, it's, it's important that we have at least one or two people like that in our lives that we know we can consistently go to and consistently feel better. Yes, we we want to do more of that, you know, and I truly believe that a lot of my work is in 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 the arm of women's heart health. And I know moms out there who who are taking care of kids with disabilities, who are taking care of their families, who are running their own businesses, trying to support their families, who are exhausted and they have put their own dreams and hopes and aspirations for their lives on the back burner. And and they're holding their breath. There are a lot of women out there, a lot of moms out there holding their breath, taking care of people and hoping that things are going to get better, feeling exhausted, but squeezing out just the last, you know, it's like getting to the end of the tube of toothpaste. You know, they're just squeezing out that last little bit because they know they can and they know it's for their for their family, for the person that they love, the people that they love. And in doing so, what we have is a lot of women who are constricting, constricting, and it's hard on their hearts. And what I help women do is really release, let go of the beliefs that they're holding, the the demands that they put on themselves. And when they release, even just a little bit, Emma Lua, I have found that, things open up for them they feel lighter they're happier there are a lot of tears you know when that release happens and it's so important it's such important work because ultimately when we let go we open ourselves up to everything that the world has to offer us
0: and it seems counterintuitive to mothers you know you you want to put your children first they come first but if you take And you mentioned, you know, 15 minutes, it doesn't have to be long. You take some time for yourself, you become an even more effective mother.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And really knowing, you know, what your best time of day is. It seems like such a simple thing to identify, but so many of us, uh, you know, sit there in the evenings after all everybody's gone to bed and the house is finally quiet. And then we're thinking about all the things we have to do or all the things that didn't get done. And we might very well be a morning person. We, our best energy is first thing in the morning. So nighttime is not the time, not the time to make the lists, not the time to look at your calendar or think about all the stuff that didn't get done. Because again, that's that's hard on us. It's hard on our hearts. And so even to say, I know I'm a morning person, I'm gonna to go to bed now. Everybody's in bed. I'm gonna do something really kind for myself for a few minutes and then I'm gonna to go to bed. You
0: know? I'm a morning person and my nightly ritual is just to just reflect on everything I'm grateful for, everything that yes. went right that day. Yes. Just everything yes. I'm celebrating.
1: Gratitude journals are an amazing little tr- trick. They don't take very much time. In fact, I jotted down one note last night before I closed my eyes, but it is vital to make that a part of my it's a no excuse habit. Yes, to be grateful.
0: I mm-hmm. love it. I love it. Regina, you have so much to offer these parents especially you know, I think especially parents with children with special needs. They really need Support, you know, parenting is hard in the best of circumstances. So how do people contact you?
1: It's simple enough. People can find me at reginacary.com. So that's my name.com. And if, if you, I mean, if you want to reach out and ask questions, coach me, Carrie, that's probably an easier one to remember coach, like, you know, that's what I do in my work as a coach. C-O-A-C-H, and then me, as in you and me. Coach, me, Carrie, and that's my last name, C-A-R-E-Y, at gmail.com. That's an easy one. And if you have a question, if you're you're struggling, reach out and email me, and I will respond. Absolutely.
0: Awesome. Regina, it is a joy to talk to you. I love what you're doing. Thank you. You (laughs) have
1: value, great value. Thank you. And my intention is to leave the world better than I found it. And if that means supporting every single person who comes in front of me and asks for help, that is what I will do. If I can't do it, I will resource it out. So, you know, my promise to you is, if you are willing to ask for the help you need, there's always going to be someone there to lend a hand. I believe that.
0: I believe it too. Regina, thank you so much. You have a great day.
1: You are so welcome, Emily. You do too. Thank you.
0: We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week. And thanks for listening.